Okay, this week we're talking Champion League match day five of six. So on Tuesday, Bayern played, Manchester United played, Chelsea, Juve, Barcelona, and uh, yeah, those are those are the main guys. Those those are all we should talk about. Anyway, so the first game was Bayern, and obviously there's no reason to talk about that game as we talked about it many times. Bayern is going to the final. Anyway, on the uh, on the other game on Tuesday was the VRL and Manchester United, and as we know, VRL Manchester United had history. The past few games they played, there wasn't. It was just Ronaldo had to save the day, and obviously, same thing. Ronaldo came through to save the day. We all heard that Ali finally got sacked, deservedly so. I mean, even he. <laughs> I like how reporters were like shitting on this guy because uh, at the end of the game when they got swept by Wolves, he went, the coach came into the field and he was just like clapping for the fans and telling them like, oh, sorry, like putting his hands together. And I, I don't know if people were booing. Bruno Fernandez was like to the fans, hey, it's all us. You know, it's, don't, you can't just blame him. This is, we're all in this together, basically. And obviously people were just saying like, what are you doing, dude? But I thought it was cool. It just showed that this guy is very humble and doesn't deserve to be in this kind of position where you have to be arrogant to the max. You get what I'm saying? Joseph Mourinho level arrogance. But anyway, he got fired. There's this new guy from Germany coming in and it seems like the Germans are just coming into the Premier League are and changing their shit, you know? I welcome it. I'm I'm very excited. This, you know, this guy has a plan and he's planned to win. That's what they're saying. So, we'll see how it goes. Because, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's they have to. I mean, they, they, they literally were this close of getting out. So, in the game, Vriel versus Manchester United, coming into this, Ali got sacked, and no one was sure how uh, Mike Korak, is that his name? How he was going to manage the team. He's the interment coach for now. And the game, he starts the game with a lineup, and I thought the lineup was just quite garbage, to be honest with you. He started Marshall. And Sanchez, and then he put Van de Vick in the middle, which is fine. But he still had Fred and uh, Mark Tamanay, and these guys are just not great. And this was an important game. Easily, if they would have lost this game, they would have went to Euro. So when the game started, Villarreal looked comfortable. They were fine. They were just like passing the ball around, doing Spanish football stuff. And eventually, the game went on. Like nothing changed. It was just constantly them just passing the ball. So even at the start of the game, like uh, VRL had most of the possession. The passing is not even honestly the passing even that wasn't even that much difference. So they were just wasting passes. They were just passing, not doing much danger. Uh, they didn't have much of a striker. I don't know why they didn't have a striker. Even their formation doesn't look confident. What? Why didn't he not let Apaco play? When I didn't see Apaco in there, I was like, all right, I guess they're not serious. And the game went on, and eventually, when it gets to that point. So you got when you got somebody like Ronaldo, you know, you just need that one one mistake, just one mistake. Villarreal makes the mistake, boom, one to nothing. And a few minutes later, did a great substitute. Like the substitute he did was great. Put in people who were just gonna finish the game, and it was over. Like it was over. And Sanchez got a great, great goal, and that was it. The game was over. Villarreal choked again. Anyway, the next game was Chelsea and Juve. So. Chelsea Juve, they played before. The last time, Tehran, Chelsea lost. But this time in Chelsea's home ground, they beat them by four. Now, Chelsea is arguably the best team right now. No doubt. No doubt. Even 
yes, Bayern, whatever, but this team has been solid. They have not, they've been getting stronger. I didn't even know that was possible. Generally watching this game, I forgot that, uh, what's his name? Warner was injured this whole time. I forgot about him. Uh, what is it? Lukaku, they just got him. I forgot about him. Do you understand? There's just, it's just too deep. They're, they have so many midfields. I forgot they got the, uh, what's his name? The guy from Atletico. I forgot he was here. Conte's still there. Dude, this this is a dangerous team. You're going to go to the defense? Their defense is layers on layers. Chelsea showed how good they were. And Zick, the guy that came from Ajax, he is just amazing. He's so good. And he's basically the mastermind of the Champions League for them. He creates hell of a lot of chances. And he's basically the main guy. Him and Conte, when they're in there, is just straight up dangerous. So Juventus just got demolished. A team who's just lost Ronaldo, their top scorer. So no one's scoring anything for them at the moment because they got, you know, Morata. Anyway, so they're still struggling. They're still putting together. They have a great coach, but the team is just not there. They got a lot of B players and they need to get some A players. Anyway, so they lost. They got destroyed. The next game was uh, Barcelona and Benfica. So this game was also very uh, important for Barcelona because so Barcelona just lost to coach. Xavi finally came in. And really, we haven't been seeing his tactic come to life yet, as you would say. Because in this game, you know, they had a lot of chances. They created a bunch of chances, but they couldn't take the chances because they don't have, you know, a legit striker, you know, or somebody who just has the pizzazz. Like, and so Fati's hurt. You know, these guys are getting hurt left to right. Yeah, a news came out that, uh, what is it? One of the doctors got fired just because of this. Because these guys are just constantly getting hurt. How is Dembele getting hurt all the time? You know? But speaking of him, he came in at the end of the game. And he played for, at the 60 minutes. He came in at the 60 minutes. And he was fabulous, man. The only thing he was missing for him was a goal. Sadly, they didn't get it. So now basically it means... Barcelona in last match day, they play Bayern and they have to beat Bayern at home. You know, no big deal. And if they don't, they go to the... Ch <laughs> if they don't beat them, they'll go to the Europa. And yeah, I mean, you know what? That's where we're going. We're going to Europa, guys. Because that's where we're at. But anyway, Dembele looked great. Now he just has to start scoring goals. And I'm hearing that, like, you know, people were saying... Uh, what's the name? Aguero is retiring because of that harsh situation that happened. And they asked Xavi about that. And he pretty much said, that's a conspiracy. You know, that's bullshit. This guy didn't tell me, you know, he's retiring. He's going to be back whenever he's ready. And and that's that. So, yeah, that's just a rumor. So, he's not retiring. It'll be fine. But anyway, yeah, they didn't score. The game was 0-0. And I guess, you know, maybe there's a chance that they could beat Bayern it. <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway, yeah, that's it for that game. So the big game on Wednesday was the Manchester City and PSG game. So both teams coming into this game had different standards. One team is very solid, knew what was going on, and they're arguably the best team. Ah, I can't even say they're the best team in the Premier League, to be honest, because Liverpool is there, Chelsea is there. So technically, they're like, they're, they're top five, top five. And when it comes to the Champion League, they're still top five. Like, like if they if they were playing as Liverpool, I would pick Liverpool any day. Because yes, there could be a time where Manchester City is like turned and it's they destroy people. 
but most of the time they miss all their chances and the other team is just more clutch than them regardless they're one of the favorites and then in the other side is psg a team who has you know neymar messi and mbappe so one team is the avengers but the, the crazy thing about it is in the midfield in their midfield it's just never been right you know what i mean this is a team is still trying to mold itself together and they have a coach who doesn't know how to deal with i guess these players and it seems like he wants to go to Manchester United, you know what I mean? Because apparently his family still is based there and he's kind of himself at Paris. He might be a little bit long. He might just want to be with his family again. And maybe he just can't handle the eagle in the locker room. And that that's a good point. But my I really think I really think it's just their midfield has just never been pieced together. Whenever Barati's there, they look like a completely different team. So Anyway, coming into this game, their last game, they looked pretty solid. Sadly, Verratti got hurt before the game, and he couldn't be available for this one. So the game starts at Manchester City, and the last game they played, obviously, they played at Paris, and they lost. And they played great. They played great. Manchester City was the better team, but they lost because they were playing against just... The opposition quality is just ridiculous. Pub Guardiola will tell you that. Anyway, so they scored two goals. This game was just to make sure who's going to be the top of the table. Manchester City and Manchester City had something to prove, you know? They know they're the better team. And this was the point where people have been telling them they need a freaking striker. But they're like, no, 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 we're cool, we're cool. So they didn't start with a striker. They started with uh, Silva. Bronto Silva was the striker, basically. Right when the game started, Manchester City was just controlling the whole game. Like, they were controlling. They were getting chances left to right. But guess what? They couldn't take their chances. Oh, why? Because they don't have a striker. Anyway, so they're they're creating a bunch of chances, but it's not coming to much. And every time when the forwards from uh, PSG get the ball, it's always dangerous. You know, they can score at any moment. You never know. You never really know. And whenever Verratti is not there, it's so hard to find somebody to connect the ball to the middle to the front. So it was ne- no one was never... Perejas per- per- couldn't do it. Uh, Gaze couldn't do it. Herrera's couldn't do it either. Like, none of them could get the ball from the middle to the forward. So, that forced the forward to constantly come back. At times, you would see, like, Lionel Messi come all the way down to the defense and pass the ball with them. And that's the other thing. The ball was never going forward. It was constantly coming back. It was constantly coming back. And I... That goes for all... Even the forwards. They would... They would even set the ball back. And, you know, that kind of didn't give any much pressure to Manchester City, who were comfortably passing the ball around. Now, the game is not as far as people trying to make a seem. People making it seem like PSG got their ass whooped or something like that. But this game, if Neymar would have scored that goal, this would have been a completely different story. So anyway, the second half starts and Man City picks off where they left off. Still having the ball. It's still killing it. But again, like a magician, Messi with a great connection from uh, Nuno Mendes, a great pass from him to Neymar, Neymar to Messi, back to Neymar, back to Messi, and then cross it in, and then Bappe gets a sweet, sweet shot between Anderson's leg, and boom, it's one to nothing, you know? And as a Manchester City fan, right when you saw that goal scored, you, you were distraught. You're just like, what the heck, man? We were better team. We played perfect. We just couldn't score a goal. And then now they got one chance. Now we lost. A same story again. And then Pep finally said, nah, bro. He put in Jesus. Bring Jesus at 53 or something like that. Right when they scored that goal. 
And then crazy luck of the draw. Henrarez gets hurt and he has to get replaced. And you know who they replace this guy with? Danilo. So right when I saw Danilo come into the game, I was like, yeah, they're going to lose this game. I, I swear to God, I was like, they will lose this game because Danilo is coming in. The last person they should have put in is this dude. First off, this guy is not the level of this game. Like everybody in the midfield playing, he's not in the level of it. So you should have never came in. And second of all, this guy doesn't pressure. They were already a team who wasn't, they already got three guys who are not pressuring anything. And I think the criticism saying that these guys don't really uh, work, like they don't, they don't really, you know, help the defense, help whatever. I, I could let that go if they just pressure. None of them pressure in this game. They were all literally walking around. So it makes this whole thing even more worse. And then out of nowhere, he takes Gates out and then puts in, and then he puts Di Mario in. Okay, this is a time where they're getting pressed, okay? They're not pressing, they're getting pressed on their back to their goal. And he put Di Maria, a guy who does not press. You already have three guys who can press. You have to have, as a coach, you have to have the balls to take one of those guys out. But he didn't. So he put another guy who could maybe get him a goal, luckily, you know? It was like a Hail Mary kind of shot. So they put him in, and Danilo, and honestly, if... Di Mario came in and Verratti came in, you know, it would be a completely different story because Verratti is constantly moving around, constantly, you know, surveying the midfield, like looking at it, where he needs to be. But Danilo wasn't even pressuring people. He was just kind of like holding them. And they love that. You know, they love to just let it be in hold, not pressure, so they can look at him and read the game a little bit better. Gundua with great pass to, what's his name? Kyle Walker and that goal, it happened. Jesus was there at the perfect spot as a striker, gets a goal, and in the second goal, same thing. He couldn't stop Gundua over there, and Gundua just passes to Mares and then cross it in, boom, another goal. And Di Maria, the main guy who was supposed to be on that side, you know, he didn't come back. You can see him literally just like walking, just walking back. He just came in. He should have all the energy to move all move like hell. Move like hell. But he didn't. And a lot of people are very frustrated because we want to see a show. These guys are the three greatest players in the game right now. And the way they're playing or the supplies they're getting, there is no supplies, first of all. So I can give them that. But they're not doing much either for themselves. They have to do something out when they're off the ball. They got to do better, bro. And team and people are rightfully so saying these are not the favorites anymore. Because playing like this with only seven players defending and you got all three players not doing much, they're not winning anything. Because the Liverpools, the Bayerns, the Real Madrids, they're unlimited stars in there. It's not just one or two or three guys. Everybody pressures. Anyway, that's it for that. We'll see. I mean, still, Verratti wasn't there. And uh, and I know Man City could be like, uh, what's his name? De Bruyne is the main guy that was missing. And... It, but it didn't. It wouldn't feel like they were missing anybody. It looked like they were on on point. Like I think whoever wins this, whatever team wins the Champion League, this is they should be they should held their head high for the next five years. Cause this is like the the hardest Champion League I've seen in a while, to be honest, man. Like you can simply cannot say this team is gonna win right now. We all have to wait until like the semifinal or something like that. 
Because you, you don't know. You really don't know who's going to make it. Even PSG right now, they fell off from the favorites. But think about it. Once, uh, what's his name? Sergio Ramos comes in, you know, helps, uh, what's his name? Marquinhos with the uh, defense and clean that up a little bit. And then in the midfield, finally, Varadi consistently gets a consistent playing time. And they just fixed that a little bit. And never let Danilo play this game ever again. You know, just clean that up. And it's over. If they can just find connection to the front, to the mid, to the front, you know, it's over. It's over. The game over, uh, Manchester City won deservedly. So either way, I think it's cool. I think it's great. I think it's great that PSG became second in their group. So they can play like the Liverpools, the Real Madrid. I'm excited for them. I'm excited. The other game was Atletico and Milan. Dude. Okay, what's, what is going on with Atletico Madrid? Like, they, they're they crumbling without anybody doing anything to them. They have everybody. How are they still crumbling? It doesn't even make any sense. Now they might not even come out of the group stage. Do you know how embarrassing that is? They, ju- they were just the champions last year. And now they might not even come out of the group stage. AC Milan is beating them. That's all I can say. Anyway, the game after that was Porto and Liverpool. This was very predictable. Liverpool is looking straight solid. I mean, Salah's looking straight solid. Mane looking straight solid. These guys looking straight solid. There's no much to say. And the other game was Real Madrid and Sheriff. There's no reason to talk about this game either. I know a lot of people didn't talk about this game, and rightfully so. But Real Madrid is like that team who, no one's saying anything about them, but they're slowly just like creeping in, creeping in. Same thing with Ajax. You know, Ajax, I don't know what's going on over there in Ajax, but... I know they're not getting as much attention as they should. But I mean, think of this year is just crazy. There's too many good teams. There's just too many. Nobody, nobody's off limits. Nobody. So, Ajax, I get it. You're having a great time right now. It's fine. Real Madrid is not even getting attention. That's my point. If Real Madrid is not getting that attention, and you should shut it. You should chill out where you're at. Come and beat Real Madrid again, and then we'll talk about you. But until then, you know, you, you won your group. Great. We'll see at the next stage what happens. Yeah, that's it. You know, everybody has one more match left. And I doubt that anybody's going to put their main players in there. At this point, it's pretty set and done. Except for Barcelona. See what happens over there. But even then, come on. Come on. Yeah. But that's it for this week. Uh, I'll see you guys next week. Bye.